joining us. And you remember, what an amazing story. Because he's a Villanova man and he kind of gets jobbed here. He should have been here. And he goes to Atlanta and he's able to carve out a career as a wide receiver. He does a great job. In fact, always like visiting with him. From 680, the fan in Atlanta, Brian Finneran joins us. Brian, how are you? Good. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. Good, good. Can you tell us... Like, who these Falcons are when the last time we saw them on that windy, cold day, how they changed other than, say, a, a Calvin Ridley and what they, what they, who they are right now? Yeah, a lot of the same faces. You know, Calvin Ridley, first-round draft pick, um, should be a nice little third receiver in the mix with Sanu and Julio Jones. But maybe more about on the defensive side of the ball and who you lost when you talk about um, uh, Poe and Don Terry Poe and Adrian Claiborne, who are really stalwarts on that D-line for Dan Quinn and this defense. He did a good job kind of plugging holes, and I think uh, Claiborne might have had nine and a half sacks. And So they did some good things, and they tried to replace that with a young draft pick in Dieter and Sanat, a uh, big D tackle in the middle, and some other pieces, veteran pieces on the outside. So a very similar football team. This was, it, was, it was kind of boring and a little fun to watch the preseason unfold because there was so few roster spots open on this team. That's uh, that's become a veteran-laden team. Dan Quinn and Thomas Mitroff done a great job kind of drafting, and they got a bunch of their own guys, home homegrown type guys that are coming into their second, third, fourth, and fifth seasons that have been fun to watch up, watch grow. And uh, so you'll see a lot of what you saw last year late in the in the postseason, and hopefully some more points on the board for us. Uh, when I say us, obviously the Falcons. Right. You know, both teams really. <laughs> yeah. What was the uh, what was the takeaway? After last year's game with the Eagles from the from the Falcons players, um, I think they felt like they let one slip away. You saw the uh, the knee job by uh, by Keanu Neal right before half. I think it was where he knees a football up in the air. It's right in his lap. Right, and he goes to catch it and jumps and misses that one. That that's a game changer there. Um, the opportunity uh, four downs from the nine yard line, not punching it in there late in the game and, and taking the lead. So. Those are all things that they took away from that, but they also realized that the Eagles are a good football team, really good on both uh, offensive and defensive fronts. Um, and I think, in general, as fans and, and a team, they probably felt like they, they let it slip away. Brian, here in Philadelphia, it feels like this preseason was just about the Eagles getting healthy and getting to this first game and seeing who's going to be ready. Obviously, you have the quarterback position playing out the way it did, but I'm curious that in Atlanta... Is it more geared towards Philadelphia and that first game? I mean, is there a natural uh, feeling of, of wanting to get revenge on these Eagles? You know what? Um, revenge doesn't come up a lot. I think in college football it might every once in a while, but in the pros it doesn't a lot. But I would say in this instance, uh, it's probably a good word for what's, ha- what's happening up there. We The Falcons have not had much success in Philadelphia, whether it's been regular seasons or or postseasons uh, especially. So they realize how important it is to get off on the right foot. Because the Falcons have three home games after this, I believe. Maybe three out of four are home right after this game. So if they can go on the road and steal one up there, they realize how important it is. So revenge maybe a little bit, but it doesn't get used that much in the NFL. It's a game they know they need to get. Uh, put them ahead not only in the uh, kind of the tiebreaker column against the Eagles, which would probably come down to late in the season, but also uh, get that bad taste out of the mouth from the last few years losing up there. 
Brian Finneran uh, with the 680 the Fan in Atlanta with us. What was, what did you make of the Eagles and with Nick Foles and going to the RPOs in that second half of the game, the playoff game, where he was really able to move the football? He looked real crisp. And that really was what began the Eagles' uh, path to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it really did. It was, it was fascinating to watch because not a lot of teams are doing. I think them and the Chiefs both ran 18% of their offensive snaps last year. I think I read recently, um, according to the NFL. And um, as far as RPOs are concerned, you don't see it a ton throughout the NFL. But when you have a quarterback that can read and, uh, and react quickly and you have a game plan that Doug Peterson drew up uh, that works so well, throughout the rest of the postseason and against the Falcons as they move the ball up and down the field. I think you got to stick with it. And we'll see if they were able to adjust because Dan Quinn, I'm sure that's one thing they looked at hot and heavy this offseason, how to slow down that RPO, how to fool the quarterback into thinking, yeah, it's a good run look, so hand it off and then move up or move back and play some defense or come up and bump a guy mid, mid-snap. I don't know what they have to do to slow those down, but when Nick Foles got in that rhythm, and I saw it a little bit this preseason. I think they, it might have even been against the Browns where he, it looked like he completed six or seven balls in a row right in the middle of the field and then had the bad pick down on the goal line. But, um, they can still do it. And it's a big part of their offense. And I, you got to believe you'll see it until the Falcons can prove they can stop it. Brian, do you see Atlanta having any decided advantage over the Eagles going into, into tomorrow night? I think our running backs, um, against your linebackers, because you guys are depleted a little bit. Falcons, uh, Eagles depleted a little bit in the linebacker court suspension and, Guys being traded and in injury. So, um, Devontae Freeman healthy this time around. Tevin Coleman, who had a nice game against, uh, the Eagles up there in the, in the postseason. Those two guys are super athletic. And if we can get the, um, if we can get the zone, outside zone run game going and keep those linebackers on their toes, then you throw some play action pass and some one on one matchups with, uh, Tevin and, and Devontae on linebackers. I think I like our chances. So that's a spot I look at, but. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of uh, advantage. It's kind of a push for me uh, across the board. You always you always like your chances with Julio Jones um, against anybody in the league. Um, so I, I, I don't mind him. I'm sure he'll get help over the top from Malcolm Jenkins and, and the other safeties out there. But for the most part, I think it's our backs and your linebackers. All right. Hey, Brian, great stuff as always, man. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Brian, uh, Brian Finneran.